You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. Man, Russia has been in the news a lot this week. Uh, 300,000 troops they're looking for, uh, bringing back the draft, first time since World War II. Uh, also, the pipeline, which now, uh, Nord Stream pipeline, which now I think has four leaks in it. And now, uh, Russia is expected to formally announce that they have annexed four regions of Ukraine. This is going to be tomorrow. Let's bring in Oral Brown, Professor of International Relations and a senior member of the Monk School of Global Affairs, University of Toronto, and, was, and is with us now. Oral, thank you for the time. I hope you're well. Thank you. So uh, your thoughts on what is going to be the fallout once tomorrow comes and Putin announces uh, that this annexation has taken place. What happens then? Putin is sending a dual message. One is directed at the people in these regions, the regions have been conquered by Russia. And what he and the Russian government is telling them is you may think of yourselves as Ukrainians, but you are now part of Russia. And where the Russian army goes, the Russian army never leaves. You are in a situation where if you resist, it's hopeless, and you have to comply, you have to adjust, you have no choice. The second message is sent to the West, and this is where the attempted nuclear blackmail comes in. And that message is that if you try to help Ukraine to retake territories that we have conquered, you may risk a nuclear confrontation, and surely you in the West wouldn't want to do that. So just go along and look the other way. So, in other words, if everybody agrees with this annexation, the world, the war is over? Uh, if that were the case, uh, then perhaps Putin could make an even stronger uh, argument in his favor. But the problem is that what we have seen with Vladimir Putin is that uh, his appetite, so to speak, uh, grows with eating. Mm. That whenever he gains something, he always looks for more. And uh, he has been a failure at home. It is said that uh, he is a failure now because he has not taken over Ukraine and strategically this has been unsuccessful. But I would argue that the reason he went into Ukraine is because he is a failure at home. He has not made Russia into a Mm. modern state, so he has to look for external adventures. And he also has to find new ones because otherwise he has to confront his own people. And he hasn't done much for the Russian people. Is this drawing a line in the sand? Uh, Is this coming to a head with this annexation? This is what uh, Vladimir Putin would like the West to believe, but we have seen that much of uh, what he does is often uh, a bluff, and it is bluster. Uh, He had taken over much of the Kharkiv region, and he lost uh, in the past number of weeks several thousand square miles. And so uh, he has taken losses. He pulls back. He made extremely threatening noises. Uh, about Finland and Sweden joining NATO. He has backed off. So I think the lesson is that when the West is united and uh, it is determined, when Ukraine is supplied with proper armaments, uh, Moscow can be defeated. So can uh, Ukraine take back these regions? Uh, What will Ukrainians' reaction be to this annexation? President Zelensky said that uh, the world should ignore this, that these are sham referenda, and everybody uh, in any democratic country agrees with that because ballots don't mix with bullets. And we know that uh, 
people were sometimes driven uh, to the ballot boxes at gunpoint. And so a great deal depends on what happens on the ground. The Ukrainians have shown an ability to actually take back very significant uh, uh, territories from uh, those that were illegally occupied by Russia, but they need the support of the West. So a great deal depends not only on Ukrainian military capabilities, because uh, they are much more limited than uh, those of Russia, but they've used them with determination and with great creativity. A good deal depends on us. Are we going to submit to nuclear blackmail? And sadly, the reality is that if we do submit to nuclear blackmail, then this is not the end of Vladimir Putin's ambitions, but likely to be only the beginning. Oral, I can't let you go without asking you. A fourth leak found in the Nord Stream pipeline system. Um, will we ever find out what happened here? There's a very strong suspicion that it was Russia. Uh, the Swedes and the Danes uh, are saying that uh, they have evidence that there were Russian ships in the area. The Russians are denying it. And so uh, I suspect we will find out, but whether it will be made public for diplomatic reasons or not, that is another matter. I still find it fascinating that that's um, an excuse for Putin to blow this up. Why would he want to blow up his own pipeline when he has the leverage to turn it off and on? Why would you want to get rid of it? This would be part of the <clears throat> so-called madman theory of conflict, that you show a degree of irrationality to scare the other side, to tell them that uh, we are willing to use any tool, we are willing to take any steps, we may even you know, go nuclear unless you submit. So what does blowing your own pipeline up say to the rest of the world? It's trying to tell the Europeans if it is the Russians, and uh, there's widespread suspicion that it is the Russians, because it certainly is not in the interest of anyone else, is that he is using energy as a weapon. And we should have known this. This ought not to be a surprise. Uh, the Germans particularly were warned over and over again, but they kept saying, no, no, we have interdependence. They need our money. We need their energy. And it's a stable relationship. Well, that's not how it works with dictators, unfortunately. Arl Brown with us, Professor of International Relations and a senior member of the Monk School of Global Affairs at the University of Toronto. And Russia expected to announce the annexation of four regions of Ukraine. Arl, thank you for the time as always. Much appreciated. Be well. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.